Good evening. Thank you for coming. Continuing in our discussion of the Hilcho Mazon, I guess uh, switching topics somewhat, although obviously there's more to discuss, the conversation of the two different groups and creating a tariff between them, uh, all sorts of interesting questions that uh, we didn't get to cover, but in theory, but we talked about how the shamish, the waiter, can serve as a tariff between them. Well, what if the waiter is not a man? Right? Would, would that create a tariff? I mean, is it dafka because hypothetically he could participate in the meal and be part of the zimun, right? What if someone's not Jewish? Would that create a tariff? Okay, all, very interesting stuff. But new, new, let's move on. Very interesting topic. Says the Shechan Aruch, Achal Davar Isur. Let's say a person, Lo Aleinu, ate something which wasn't kosher. Even if it's something which is uh, permitted according to the Torah, but rabbinically we would say it's forbidden, we would not create a zimun over such a food. And you wouldn't make a bracha before eating it, and you wouldn't need to make a bracha afterwards. Ah, oh, how can you possibly eat without making a bracha? Well, you should be eating these things, yeah? Okay, so let's break it down slowly. And uh, again, this will just be the beginning of our conversation. So we said that if a person eats a Dvari Sur, so there is no Zimun, even if it's something which is Midrabanan, the Mishabur says, Dvari Sur, Afilu Eni Suro Be'etzem, Elamishum Shehu Asar Eratzmo, or Alatzmo Davarze. So even if it's not something which is uh, in- inherently problematic, right? So let's say a person takes a neder, right? They take a, a vow that they're not going to consume chocolate, right? So chocolate, hypothetically, it's got a good heksher or whatever it is, it should be fine. But for you, it's problematic, right? So are you allowed to make a bracha on that? Sounds like that would be problematic, okay? So it's not just something which is inherently problematic, even something where you created as if the isur. He said, Not only won't there be a zimon, but there isn't going to be a bracha. We also can't answer amen. If we know, you see uh, Lo Aleinu, a person sits down to eat a cheeseburger, they make a big, right, uh, don't answer amen to that, right? That would be bad news. Okay, we still haven't totally explained why that is. So we say, don't make the bracha, not at the beginning or at the end. Why? So the Mishnah Baruch says, So it's something which is forbidden. The person would be sinning if they were to eat it. And such a bracha, we say, is It's a, you know, something which makes Hashem very, very angry, right? So you can imagine, it's like the epitome of chutzpah to say, Hashem, thank you so much for giving me this thing that you don't want me to eat, right? It's a, obviously, it's not a bracha, it's a niut, right? It's something which is going to make him particularly uh, upset. Okay, quotes a pasuk. Gemara Masachat Sanhedrin talks about this. Fine, very nice, very good. So it's, the reason why it's problematic is because it's a chutzpah. That might help us also understand why you shouldn't answer amen to such a bracha. Right? Hypothetically, he's blessing Hashem for bringing bread forth from the ground. That seems like a fine thing to say amen to, but this isn't, right, inherently that statement is fine. But when it's directed at this uh, item, so then it's uh, not something which makes Hashem very happy. It's not a blessing to Hashem. It's the opposite. Fine, very good. Last but not least, for tonight at least, we say, so you don't make the bracha beforehand and you don't make the bracha afterwards. It says in the Mishaburah, even if you were to eat to the point of being satiated, where already has a biblical obligation, biblical obligation of Birkat Mazon. Why is that interesting to us? Because we said even if it's something which is only forbidden rabbinically, right? So still you wouldn't say the biblical Birkat Mazon afterwards, right? That's, that's uh, fascinating. You might think that maybe the biblical obligation would take hold and we would say, mm, okay, you should go ahead and you should say the Birkat Mazon. Nonetheless, we say you should not. Yes, sir. So there we might argue that that's not, it's no longer a Dvar Iser, right? right? At that point, right, if there's a mitzvah because you need to eat and that's the only thing you have, maybe we would argue, yeah, that's fine, and maybe a bracha would be appropriate. But 
not committing to that just yet. We'll have to come back to this. Uh, right now, the assumption was that this person was doing this on purpose. Let's say they did it by accident, right? So it'd be hard to say, uh, you know, they did it by accident, so the bracha rishona, right? Maybe, yeah, okay, fine. But let's say they eat it, and then after the fact, they realize, oh my gosh, I just ate this thing which wasn't kosher. Should I bench now or should I not? So that maybe is a different question altogether. And then we would have to talk about maybe situation of onus. How would that play out? So God willing, lots to discuss. Keep on coming back. Rabbi Khanan. Rabbi Khanan, Merkash Amer, Otsar Kadosh Baruch Lu, Zakko Yisrael Fika, Herba.